Good morning. I am Mika Lazo. This is ABS-CBN's continuing coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. The headlines. Global novel coronavirus cases nearing the 1.2 million mark. Deaths top 64,000, says the World Health Organization. In the Philippines, 76 new COVID-19 cases have been recorded, the fewest number of cases since March 26. Also, the Philippines targeting up to 10,000 coronavirus diagnostic tests per day as it looks to begin mass testing across the country next week. Amid fears the Philippines may plunge into a technical recession, Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno is confident of a strong rebound once the health crisis ends. And Vice President Lenny Robredo joins other officials in pushing for an extension of the enhanced community quarantine in Luzon. We're looking at live shots from Times Square in New York, the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak in the United States. The usually bustling commercial center now empty. As U.S. President Donald Trump said, the country may be facing its toughest week in the spread of the virus, with the military preparing to deploy 1,000 medical personnel to New York. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said the city security plane load of ventilators from China Saturday, about 1,000 after the state warned it would run out of the equipment within a week. A hospital has been set up in Central Park, part of the front line against the coronavirus, which has now killed over 3,500 people in the state. Hospitals and morgues in the city are struggling to treat the desperately ill and bury the dead. New York City alone accounted for more than a quarter of the U.S. coronavirus deaths. We'll bring you more stories out of the U.S. and overseas in the coming minutes. There are now more than 1.1 million COVID-19 cases and more than 60,000 deaths worldwide. That's according to the World Health Organization, which warned the pandemic has profound social and economic consequences. But ultimately, the best way for countries to end restrictions and ease their economic effects is to attack the virus with the aggressive and comprehensive package of measures that we have spoken about many times before, find, test, isolate, and treat every case and trace every contact. If countries rush to lift restrictions too quickly, the virus could resurge and the economic impact could be even more severe and prolonged. Or to other organizations. The global health body suggested some countries can ease the burden of the pandemic with social welfare programs, providing free testing and care for COVID-19 patients. Countries should also make sure that core public health measures are fully funded. 51 more Filipinos abroad have contracted the coronavirus disease. That's an 11% increase in the number of cases involving Filipinos across the globe. The new cases were reported from the Americas, Europe and the Asia-Pacific region. 43 Filipinos overseas have died from COVID-19, mostly from the Americas and Europe, the regions that recorded the highest number of COVID-19 cases in recent weeks. 343 are undergoing treatment, while 131 have recovered. Meanwhile, more than 300 Filipino seafarers were repatriated from Italy and Portugal on Sunday. All the repatriates underwent the necessary medical protocols required by Philippine health officials and the Bureau of Quarantine. 
Overseas, a Filipino crew member of the Grand Princess cruise ship has died of COVID-19 after disembarking from the ship last month. The worker was reportedly sent to a hospital in San Francisco where he eventually succumbed to the disease. He is the third person on board the ship to die from COVID-19. The Philippine consulate of San Francisco has sent its sympathies, adding it will assist the bereaved family. Meanwhile, Manila's representatives in California continue to coordinate with American officials and the management of the cruise ship to repatriate the remaining Filipino crew on board the vessel. The staff are set to complete their quarantine on April 4th. Here at home, the Health Department reports 76 new cases of COVID-19 as of Saturday, April 4. That's the fewest number of cases confirmed in a day since March 26, bringing the total to 3,094. The local death toll from the disease is at 144, while a total of 57 Filipinos have recovered from COVID-19 so far. The Philippines is targeting to conduct 8,000 to 10,000 coronavirus diagnostic tests per day as it looks to begin mass testing across the country next week. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Verjeres says with more test kits coming in, the government can now test more health workers and vulnerable individuals for the disease. This, as Verjeres reminds, a lower registry of new cases on Saturday does not necessarily mean the country is already flattening the curve. But even though yesterday's number was low, it is not the time to be complacent. We still continue on with our measures for us to prevent the transmission of this disease. We are going to spread out the capacity, not just here in NCR, but for the whole country. So we are now mapping out uh, these different laboratories which are capable of doing this test. The health department is set to come up with its recommendations on the implementation of the Luzon lockdown within the coming days. The Philippine Food and Drug Administration approves a locally developed COVID-19 testing kit for commercial use. The Gen Amplify COVID-19 PCR detection kit was developed by Dr. Raul Destura in collaboration with the Philippine Genome Center and the University of the Philippines National Institutes of Health. The field validation study of the testing kit was completed last April 1st and it can now be rolled out to local hospitals. Dr. Destura and his team are now working on the production of 120,000 tests part of which will be distributed to local hospitals, while the rest will be sold commercially. Each test is projected to cost 1,320 pesos. That's cheaper than its foreign counterparts. Meanwhile, Manila City's Sampaloc District Hospital has been temporarily closed after five workers from there were diagnosed with the novel coronavirus. The said workers are now in isolation, while 30 others are on quarantine. Manila Mayor Isco Moreno, who ordered the closure, says the downtime will be used to disinfect the building. Patients in need of medical attention can instead go to Hospital ng Maynila, Jose Abad Santos General Hospital, and Hospital ng Tondo. There are over 100 COVID-19 cases in the city of Manila. The Philippine government begins distributing cash aid for millions of poor Filipino families affected by the enhanced community quarantine due to COVID-19. The initial cash grant, which is part of the government's 200 billion peso social amelioration program, was distributed by the Social Welfare and Development Department in Tondo, Manila, and Vitales District 1 in Paranaque Friday afternoon. He adds other areas will be served in the coming days. Nograles urged beneficiaries to wait for the announcements 
to their local government units on the distribution of the cash assistance to avoid crowding banks. 18 million poor families in Luzon are targeted to receive the cash assistance, ranging from 5,000 to 8,000 pesos. The Philippine government's COVID-19 task force is studying the possibility of extending the enhanced community quarantine or ECQ being enforced in Luzon. The task force is expected to come out with a decision by April 12 when the implementation of the ECQ is scheduled to end. Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nugrales says the IATF will base its decision on the recommendations of a technical working group led by the health department. Among their considerations, the latest data on the novel coronavirus in the country, the capacity of the Philippine healthcare system and the economy. So, uh, importante ho ay uh, una-una, ito ho ay nag-adapt uh, uh, tayo ng mga parameters and it will be database, it will be science-based. Yung dami ng mga na-infect na or yung dami rin ng gumagaling or yung resulta po kung ilan ang positive out of the total test being conducted. Philippine Interior Secretary Eduardo Año says a decision to whether to lift or extend the enhanced community quarantine over the island of Luzon could come on Monday. He says the Interagency Task Force on the Management of Emerging Infectious Diseases, or IATF, will meet Monday afternoon and could possibly give their recommendations to President Rodrigo Duterte afterward. The secretary adds the lockdown in Luzon seems to be working and it would be better to have it continue. But the lockdown is really working because if we did not do the lockdown, the projection would be about 20,000 plus by now. As far as I'm concerned, I think it's better to continue the lockdown until we have turned the curve so that we will not have any relapse. More officials back the extension of the enhanced community quarantine in Luzon. Among them are Philippine Vice President Lenny Robredo and Pasig City Mayor Vico Soto. But they noted there are conditions to extending the lockdown. So sa akin, okay ako i-extend, pero yung dalawang ito, yung information kung bakit kailangan gawin sa kayong pagkasikasi ng pangangailangan nila, napakahalaga. Ito may ini-expect tayo ngayon because of the social amelioration package. Uh, may ini-expect tayong tulong. Ito sana bilisan. Bilisan para makarating sa, sa kinauukulan. Tapos yung kanila mga pangangailangan sa pagkain, iba pang mga pangangailangan, siguraduhin natin na mabibigay sa kanila. Okay lang po sa akin na ma-extend ang, uh, ang quarantine po natin with the condition that we increase testing, we ramp up testing. Man po sayang yung uh, community quarantine natin. Na hindi naman sa masasayang siya pero uh, uh, sayang yung oportunidad. Meanwhile, the Pasig City Mayor agrees with Duterte's move to delegate the cash aid to the Social Welfare Department while Robredo believes that local government units should still be in charge. Uh, kasi kung, kung dadaan yan sa LGUs, barangay ba mag-identify kung sino yung mabibigyan? Uh, there will be politics or accusations of, uh, of palakasan. Uh, nahirap yun. Uh, pero yung kabilang side nga, eh, baka mas matagal kung ganun yung gawin. Una yung LGU yung may sense kung ano talaga yung nangyayari on the ground. LGU yung nakakaalam ng landscape. Nagay ng maraming parang, parang safety nets. Para hindi, hindi na, para naiiwasan yung kinatatakutan ng korupsyon. Pero kung dahil sa takot sa korupsyon, hindi ito makarating on time sa mga taong kinauukulan. Tingin ko yun yung bigger problem. 
Manila's government officials have pledged their April salaries to the Philippine General Hospital, one of the country's hospitals dedicated to COVID-19 patients. Manila Mayor Isko Moreno said their combined salaries of about 4.7 million pesos will be sent to the PGH in aid and in honor of the country's healthcare workers. This comes after several officials from the executive and legislative departments earlier said they will set aside at least 75 percent of their salaries for the same purpose. Philippine lawmakers take a swipe at Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno after the local official challenged them to come out and help the public amid the coronavirus outbreak. In a tweet, Senator Panfilo Lacson said it's wrong for Moreno to allege that lawmakers are sitting on the situation. Lacson pointed out they had worked to pass the Bayanihan Act, legalizing financial aid for Filipinos. Senator Manny Pacquiao, who had donated protective gear and test kits, also defended his colleagues. He says his fellow lawmakers are also helping in their personal capacities without media fanfare. Senate President Vicente Soto III chimed in, saying it was the upper chamber that initiated a special session to make emergency funds available to the government. He now challenges local leaders not to use government resources to help their personal political ambitions. Meanwhile, Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno, confident the country's economic growth will stage a strong rebound once the health crisis ends. This amid the fears of the Philippines may plunge into a technical recession or two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth due to COVID-19 pandemic. Diokno says while a technical recession is possible, he assures the public the country has enough fiscal and monetary space to counter the blow. He adds efforts are in place to gain a $2 billion dollar assistance from the World Bank, the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, and the Asian Development Bank. When we talk of fiscal space, uh, we have a lot of fiscal space. Our debt to GDP ratio is uh, in the neighborhood of 40%. We can up that to 45%. The whole world is heavily indebted, so we are in a better shape than, than most countries, even in this part of the world, Asia. So uh, we, we, we can tap uh, foreign, foreign sources or, or even domestically we have a lot of uh, resources that we can tap. I don't see any problem on the fiscal and monetary side. Really the focus should be on, on, on the public health issue. The Philippine Public Works and Highways Department assures the public it can meet construction deadlines under its Build, Build, Build program despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Public Works Chief Mark Villar says the pandemic, which has halted several projects under the multi-trillion peso program for at least a month, will have minimal effects. The DPWH is currently focused on converting government facilities into massive quarantine sites. Villar says two such buildings will be open by April 10th. And those were the latest in our continuing coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. I am Rika Lazo. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive contents of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. For comments, you can email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. We'll be back with more news in a moment. Keep it here on ABS-CBN's special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic.